know. You have to tune into your own mind. Podcast. I want to appreciate every appreciate everybody that has been following me, that has been rocking with me, that has been supporting me. I want to appreciate It's 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 a real uh, real uh pleasure to be doing this podcast. I know I've been out for a little bit. You know what I'm saying, but. Um, it was because I've been I've been busy I've been I've been working um, I've been doing a lot of things so I, this month May and, and June has been very busy so it's been hard for me to keep going as I want to go you know so um, the reason I, 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 I last week as you know I, I played a, a repeat uh, of the interview with me and my wife which was a great could be great one. People want to listen to that again, so I played it again. So this week I'm talking about how white met people weaponized the police. Now I had an incident that happened to me yesterday. So this uh, first, let me start by appreciating everybody that listens to this podcast, Bacon Podcast, a top podcast in the world for mental health. Okay, uh, I don't know, we're like 50 or 60 on the list right now. Like I said, I appreciate everybody that listens to it. Uh, um, I want to shout out the Apopka uh, Juneteenth celebration. Um, if you was out there, uh, we were out there with Culture Life Product. It was the first time we did vending out there, and uh, we sold out. True story. And before I get into the, the plot of the, the the podcast, true story. Um, so me and my wife went out there. This is the first time we me and the kids. So it was the first time that I was out there uh, vending. I never done this before. Um, you know, so, you know, we got all, you know, we got all, we got the tent, we got the, you know, the, the advertisement, the posters. If you follow me on Instagram, you can see I posted pictures of it. So then a storm came, right? A real, it was like a tsunami, like eight places, eight vendors lost their tents, tents broke. Thank God ours stayed intact. So fine. So that lasted for about 30, 40 minutes. So once that was over, um, you know, we reset up and stuff, so there was nobody there. It was empty as hell. I mean, I mean, there were people there, but it wasn't like, you know, a big celebration. So it was around 5.30, and let me, let me tell you what God will do, okay? Whatever you want, God, the universe, luck, whatever, karma, whatever you want to call it, like Buddha, whatever, whatever your spiritual uh, guidance is, okay? So 5.30 comes, and um, me and my wife look at each other. And um, I'm like, all right, baby, you know, let's, she was like, you, you ready to pack up? I was like, you know, let's just wait till 6. And then at 6, we're closing. So this is exactly at 5.30, right? So I'm already in my head thinking, you know what? You know, when you suffer from anxiety and depression, anything that's negative is like exaggerated tenfold. So I was, ex I was waiting for like, because, you know, my kids were there. So then my kids saw the failure. Um, I felt like a failure. I, you know, even even though you know, the it was really empty. It wasn't really a lot of people there. But see, that's not how depression and anxiety works. You know what I'm saying? You always put it on yourself. You feel depressed, like you did something wrong, like you are not performing, and then you get depressed, and it's like the ongoing cycle. So for me, I was really depressed, and um, you know, so it was like five fifty, right? So I'm like, all right, my, my wife's like, all right, baby, let me just do this. Let me just go to some people and have them smell it. Maybe we get some free promo or people to hit. I was like, I right, no problem. So right as I'm packing up, my wife is out there, you know, having people smell the sense of the, uh, the sense of the bomb and stuff like that. The women stand with us. All of a sudden, we got started to get rushed. Like, on literally, no lie, all my children, this is the absolute truth. In two and a half hours, right, we sold so many parts. We quadrupled our money that we invested. You know, you got to pay a vendor's fee, but we quadrupled that and more in two and a half hours with, with not a lot of crowd there, right? And it was crazy, right? Um, we were one of the best. Now, the, the best vendor there was the barbecue people because, you know, people were online for them. But we were second. People were looking at us like, yo, wow, what's going on? So, so also another story within the story. So 
two weeks ago, I was I said to my wife, I want to make a a product just for a man a man's bald head, right? So I made I made a a shaved cream, and I made a um I made a shaved cream and I made a a, a scalp balm just specifically for bald men, right? So my wife is looking at me, baby. We have enough products, you know. You're just if you're creative, making more products. I'm like, nah, baby, you know, there's a market for it. So, one of the best sellers was, the, was that bald men were going, talking to other bald men and coming over to the table like, yo, brother, I heard you asked something specifically for bald men. I was like, yes, I do. Because if you look at it in the market, there's nothing for bald men. Even the stuff that's for bald men is like, use this to grow your hair. But a lot of bald men want to maintain the bald head. Like, like we're not bald because we lost our hair. Some people are bald because they like the look. Now, most bald people is because they got they start thinning and stuff like that or something happened with their scalp. But it is a fashion choice, and it looks good on a lot of men. Like, baldness good, looks good on me. So at the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of men that are bald for whatever reason, and we don't have the stuff to maintain that baldness, to ma maintain it, your scalp looking good, looking shiny, able to shave and, you know, have oils and, you know, no chemicals, stuff like that. So I created the, the cream and the balm. So that sold out. The, the women's skin uh, moisturizer, you know, Sweet Ruby and Lake Breeze, we almost sold out of that. The men's moisturizer, the, the, the uh, balm, oil and butter we had a, a, a father's day combo with it sold out man so so around uh so around 8 30 man we was like ah you know we pack it up the, the performers started to come on so then people was up there so it got slow sorry we could back up but two and a half hours people now the reason i said that is because it's like a runner at the end of the day when you get to that wall keep going because i was at my wall and I knew that for the rest of the day, I was going to go home and be depressed. Like, even on Father's Day, I was going to be depressed because I was going to feel, for one, a loser because my kids were there, you know. We did all this stuff. Kids helped set up and stuff like that. I wanted to, you know, show them daddy. My kids don't really see me do too much. They're not in the office with me, you know, when I'm doing a website and stuff like that. They don't see action, you know what I mean? They see mommy and daddy on the computer or, mom or daddy's going to the office to do shows, but they're never really there to see it. This was like the first time they were actually there. And you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I want them to see success. You know, of course, as a dad, you want to feel successful. You want to feel like, you know, your kids are looking at you like, oh, daddy's successful. So it was very important. And they got to see that. And I felt proud as a dad. I was proud of my wife because my wife went out there and, and made it happen. She willed them in. And I, I hooked and synced them. And, you know, it was a great experience. And I'm excited for the next one. So uh, that was my, that was the product. So Culture Life product, you can go online, culturelifeproducts.com, and pick up your beer bomb, butter, oil. I got soap on there. I got solid cologne. I got hair growth. Uh, I got, you know, I, and also if you're a bald man, listen to this, specifically for the bald man shave cream and a, and a, and a scalp bomb. All right, cool. Enough of that advertisement, enough of that story. Let me tell you what happened yesterday on Father's Day. Now, this podcast is about how white people, I said before, white people weaponizing the police, okay? So, I'm in IHOP, right? And I'm hanging out, chilling, relaxing. And um, I ordered the Bacon Temptation. I order that all the time. I always order it with extra cheese sauce. No matter what IHOP I go to around the country, that's what I order, with, you know, with the side of pancake. Same thing. Never had an issue with extra extra queso. Some some charge, some don't, depending on the IHOP. Some may just say we throw that in. Some may say, and that's fine either way. So, mine's come right. My kids were all there, and uh, mine's come in, and there's no extra sea cheese sauce. So I asked the guy. I said, uh, I was like, hey, there's no extra sea sauce. So I'll get you some. Okay, cool, whatever. Wait it, wait it, wait it. So he comes back. He, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. No extra uh, queso, no extra sea cheese sauce. He was like, yes, there is. I was like, uh, no. He's like, look, the white stuff right there on top. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm stupid. I know. That's regular. It's not extra. He's like, well, I'm going to have to charge you two times extra now. I was like, but you didn't put up for I was like, you know what? At this point, let me speak to your manager. Fine. So the manager comes, and because uh, the guy was very condescending and whatever. So the manager, I'm telling the manager. So I was upset. I was hot. I'm not going to lie. But. 
it was for one, it was a crowded place. People were talking, so you know I had to raise my voice. But I was upset. But I wasn't yelling. But I was upset. So he's like, "Oh, calm down, sir." I was like, "I'm." I was like, "I told." I was like, "I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. I'm frustrated." I was like, "But I'm not mad at you. Don't think I'm mad at you." Right? Told him that. So I'm, I'm showing him the cheese and stuff. And instead of him addressing the issue, he's like, "Sir, I just need you to calm down." I was like, "Sir, I'm calm." I'm upset, <laughs> but I'm not yell. I'm not mad at you. I said that twice. You know what I mean? So I, I, I showed him. I was like, is there a cheese? He's like, no. I was like, exactly. I was like, see some, is, 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 you know, he said, well, just calm down, sir. You don't have to. I was like, this is some bullshit because I'm not. Oh, well, you're cursing now. Leave. Okay, fine. My kids didn't even finish their food. They were like, not even halfway through it, right? So fine. We get up. We walk out. So while I'm walking out. The waiter that had the issue with it in the beginning is talking to his coworker, talking shit like, I don't know what their problem is. I was like, if you have a problem, you could talk to me about it instead of doing that whole back snickering, smiling thing. So the manager like, oh, uh, sir, sir, you know, you, sir, I'm going to call the cops. I was like, call the cops for what? You asked us to leave. Because I was talking to the guy walking out. So it wasn't like I stopped and talked to him. I was walking out. So I was like, call the cops for what? Oh, I'm going to tell the cops that you didn't pay. I was like, wait, you want us to pay? We'll pay. You told us to leave, so we're leaving. Well, just leave. I'm going to call the cops. I was like, you know what? You can call the cops if you want. See, that's what they do. I in no way did anything illegal. I didn't curse the guy. I didn't threaten his life. I didn't push it. I didn't do nothing that was illegal or even warrant a let me call the cops. But, you know, that's what they do. They weaponize because they think, yo, as a black man, as soon as you say that, I'm going to be scared. So, fine. So, I continue to walk out, right? So, my, me and my family walking out, and he follows us. I'm like, why are you following us? We're leaving. I'm going to take your license plate. I'm like, for what? To trespass and tell the cops you didn't pay. I was like, what are you talking about? I said, you want us to pay? We'll pay. But you told us to leave. We didn't finish our food. I didn't even start my food. Well, I'm going to call the cops if you don't let me take your license plate. And if I call the cops, I'm going to tell you to pay. I was like, you know what? I see the game you playing because if we would have gone to that car, you would have took it. And then you would have said we stole money, we ran, all this stuff. I know what these the, – the, so I said, call the cops. I said, call them. He's like, this is, I, this is how you really want to spend your father's day. I was like, I got time today. Call the cops. Call them. So – he calls the cops, like, well, you know, acting like, okay, if that's what you want to do, you're in trouble. I was like, I was like, call the cops, because I know how this is going to play out. I was like, but go ahead, fine. So I'm hanging out, waiting for the cops, and he's smirking, saying, well, if this is how you want your, your Father's Day to be, I was like, yo, I have time today. So call the cops. So I called the cops myself, right? He's like, because I have a video. I was like, well, then you can show the cops the video. So you have nothing to worry about, sir. So we stood there, wait. About maybe 15 minutes, the cops came. So the cops came, saying, hey, what's going on? Hey, and I said, hey, you know, I was like, you know what? Uh, talk to that gentleman right there. Let him tell you what's going on, and then I'll let you know what's going on afterwards. Right? So we talked. Everything was cool. So the cops was like, all right, you know. He, the cops thought it was stupid over some cheese, which it, 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 it was. It was really stupid over some cheese. But. It just escalated to somewhere where it did. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, me and him went back and forth. That's fine. Our feelings are our feelings. That's fine. You know, it is what it is. As a customer, I have a right to be pissed off. As a manager, he has the right to feel whatever. And you know what? That's right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, when you escalated to call the cops, why did you call the cops? If the people are leaving your premises. So, so now he's trying to make up stories. He's like, well, so the cop's like, well, why you called us? You know, say if you want to trespass us, you can. Technically, a business could trespass you for any reason. It's their business. That's completely fine. So the cop's like, why did you call? Like, what's the problem? So I told him, I told him the story. He was like, okay. So then he went to the guy. The guy told uh, that uh, he asked, why did you ask him to leave? He's like, oh well, because um, he start he cursed. He's like, okay, you asked him to leave. He leaves. So what's the problem? Oh, when he left, he 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 he, he said threatening things. And he's like, what do you say? Oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, if you have the videotape, he's like, well, I have it all videotape. I was like, well, then show the go to the back and show the cops the video. 
Oh, I don't have time for it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't throw idle threats out there if you can't back it up, buddy. Go back there and show the videotape of me threatening. And then he said I knocked. Oh, I tipped over a plate. Which, but but then when he said to the cops, like, oh, he kind of pushed the, the food or on the thing. I was like, I opened the food to show him that there was no cheese. Which. But so the cop was. So the guy's like, "Well, I want them to pay because they ate our food." No, we didn't. So the cop said, "You know what, sir? You don't have to pay nothing." Because at the end of the day, he was. He went to the guy. Why did you ask him to leave? You asked him to leave, right? The guy was like, "Yeah, okay, they left." So why you want them to pay for food that you told them to leave in the middle of? He's like, "So we're not gonna force them to pay." But my wife, my wife is different. She's like. You know what? She's like, because, you know, my wife's like, my wife's like, are you serious? We drive an X6 BMW. This car is more than your life. And you're going to sit there? She's like, you know what? How much was it? Here. Here's the money. No, no. Add the extra stuff in there. My wife's like, here. Here's the money. Because obviously you need it. Your little petty uh, manager job at IHOP. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do that, right? Yeah. So the cop was like, you don't have to. I was like, I'm always like, nah, we're going to do it because at the end of the day, this guy is trying to make us see like we were trying to eat and run, and that's not the case. And Kyle was like, nah. He's like, and the cops were very cool. The cops were cool as hell. They had no problems, no issues, anything like that. They were just like, you know, this is like the stupid over some cheese. I was like, it is stupid over cheese. You know, at the end of the day, in essence, I probably could have just been a little comma. The magic could not have been a less, a less asshole and cool. You know what I'm saying? So. At, from that point so on, from me leaving, all of that is cool. Like, at the end of the day, you can sit there and say, oh, maybe you made a little bit. Even my wife was like, baby, it was just cheese. You know, you're right. It was just cheese. You know what I'm saying? It's not an issue. You know what I mean? Now, if I went across the board and threatened him or did something illegal, then I get it. But at that point, we disagreed. He said leave. We said no problem. We left. But see, what white people do is that they don't want to sit down there and just let it go. They want to weaponize the police. What was the point of calling the police? Where was the threat at that point that you felt, I have to call the police? What was the threat? Where was it in any of that interaction that you felt threatened to call the cops? But you felt so threatened by me that you stood outside while we waited for the cops, but you felt threatened. Like, see, that's what they do. Because, you know, as a black man, you can't raise your voice. While we waited for the cops, but you felt threatened. You raise your voice, you wrong. Because, you know, as a black man, you got to be quiet. You got to be yes, master. You raise your voice, you wrong. Because at the end of the day, that's what they want from you. You got to be and then if you, they don't get the reaction they want or if you stand up for yourself, I'm going to call the cops. Because at the end of the day, that's what they want for what? Like, what was and the point of that? See, but that's what they do. See, I've seen, I see white people, they, they, they put themselves, the Karens and the Kens and stuff like that, they put themselves in a position. And then when they don't like the outcome, they want to resort to, I'm going to call the cops. Zingerman, perfect example. You, you follow this kid. Right, because you thought he was a, you thought he was suspicious. He did nothing illegal but walk in the neighborhood. That's all the kid did was walk in the neighborhood. He didn't go into a house and come out. He didn't do anything. He just walked into a neighborhood, right, where his father lived or mother, wherever it was. And because of that, he was suspicious, and you escalated it into a fight. Then when you're losing the fight, you shoot him, and then you cry, "I fear for my life." But you started it. There was no reason for you to even approach that kid. You could have just, in essence, just followed him from a distance. That guy in, in IHOP yesterday could have waited until I pulled off. It was that important to get my license plate. Waited until I pulled out, took a picture of it. Instead of following close. But at the end, they know they don't do that. They cause the situation, but then they cry about it. Amber Heard, let's be real about it. We got video tape of her saying these things, and she still denies it. Even with the evidence there, they still deny it. Amber Heard is a Karen, at the, you know what I'm saying, to cause situations, but they cry the other person when they react. Now, let's be real. Do I think Johnny Depp smacked, smacked her up a couple of times? He probably did. He probably did. But I feel it was in reaction to her. 
they they had a very toxic relationship. Let's just put it at that. Both of them were toxic. But it doesn't give Amber right her the right to cry about what she what she was done to her. But when you even her interview Friday, no blame for anything. You do what you can to survive. You take the blame for things. Like, are you serious? Not one conversation that was videotaped. Johnny would say, I'm sorry. That one conversation that they they did was her, him her saying, him saying, I'm sorry for hitting you. Or her saying, Johnny, why you always beat my ass? Like, come on. But still, she still is saying, I'm an advocate. My my rights have been silent. That's how white, that's privilege. That's that white privilege they think they have. That they could do anything they want and it's justified. But then when, when a reaction comes from it, it's wrong. See, that's, that's the problem we have in America. That's the the problem with the Kens and the and the and the Karens and all of that. They feel I should do whatever I want, but the minute you react to it, there's a problem. The minute that I'm on the losing end of an argument I I started, then that's the problem. What did this guy think was going to happen calling the police? What, think about it. I'm call, what are you calling the police for? And let me tell you, it's the IHOP on Semeron, all right? With all my listeners, I told this guy, you started something you don't know. You don't know people's platform. You don't know who I know. You don't know nothing. But he's going to know. Corporate has been contacted, and something's going to be done. I'm not here to speak about IHOP policies and what they do, and that's all dumb. And I'm not even advocating for him to get fired because I don't personally care whether he works there or not. It's a, what, $17 an hour job? If that, I don't know. Whatever he makes being a, a manager, manager of, 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 of. I You know what I'm saying? So to me, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe he makes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. From from what, what I see, he he makes what? I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe he makes fifth uh, general hourly manager where he makes like thirty nine thousand a year, something what? petty like that. Whatever. And that's cool. Like I said, I'm not here to fire nobody. Personally, whatever. Get your money. I don't care. That guy could work there all his life. If he's at that age and he's working at IHOP, then you know what. And that's cool. Like I said, I'm, I'm in no way going to try to look down on the brother or on, on him. It is what it is. But I guarantee this ain't the first time he had a complaint on him. I guarantee this is the first time issues have happened over there. Because for him to react that way, when somebody's leaving the establishment that you told to, to leave, and they're doing it, and you want to escalate it, oh, I'm sure he's had had problems before. But see, that's what and they, they do. It, they weaponize the police. Oh, I'm sure he's had had problems. Was if I was white, would that have been the same thing? But like see, seriously, what, what was the reason for calling the cops? See, people want you to think that prejudices don't exist anymore, and that people do things because they generally feel that it's necessary. What was the reason for calling the cops? See, people want you to. But at the end of the day, it's not necessary. Now, if I threaten him. If I say, yo, I'm going to come back and see you later, day, things like that, I get it. Like, yo, I don't know. I don't know this guy. He could come back when I'm now, off work. Him, I get it. If I say, yo, I'm but to sit there later, and, and call the cops, like when that, I'm I with my family, I'm with my wife, I'm with my kids, he ain't up to smirk it, do you, this how you want to spend your father's day? I was like, I have time. But do you think I was going to go to jail? He think the cops were going to come, I was going to go to jail? They was going to arrest me? You know, and then it was funny at the but end to put, the, put the ice on the cake. You know, me and the cops were joking because the cops were like, "This is really stupid." He was like, "This guy," and and, and then they piled me in the end, and, and we started laughing. We piled. All right, man, you have a good day. You have a good day too, sir. Ooh, that pissed them off. Why aren't the cops on my side? Because even it was funny because there was a moment that I thought, "Oh shit." Because there's one cop there, he was there. Then another cop came. So I'm like, "All right, is this cop going to be the one that?" Escalates it to like another because you know that happens. One cop is handling things, then his boss comes or somebody comes, and then they don't know the situation, they escalate it. This cop actually came, 
and ask the, and talk to the cop what happened. Then talk to the guy. It was like, so what do he's like? So what do you want? He just said he he had more of an attitude. He's like, so what do you want? The guy's like, well, I want them to pay. He's like, why would you want them to pay? You told them to leave. That doesn't make sense. Well, they eat most of their food. Okay, but you told them to leave, and they didn't finish their food. So you want them to pay? He's like, well, come on, really? He's like, you know what, whatever. If they want to pay, okay, cool. If they want, he's like, we're not going to enforce them to pay because it's up to him. Now, if you want to take it up with your corporate or whatnot, that's on you. He's like, but we're not going to force them to pay for food they didn't finish eating because you just admittedly said to leave. Now, if you want to take it up with your corporate or whatnot, that's on you. He's like, but we're not going to force them to pay for food they didn't finish eating. It was just a funny situation because, you know, I think people swear that. And this is what I advocate, too. This is why I say that most interaction with the cops. It was just a funny situation. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they ain't some bad cops out there that do fucked up shit. Because there are. But see, people are people. No matter what a person does or what happens, people are people. And it's always gonna be them fucked up people that hold authority or or have or have uh, uh, their heads are, are big. Because at the end of the day, they are, uh, they feel, oh, I'm a cop, so I could do whatever. And it happens, people. It happens. So don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to negate any situation. But majority of police interaction that I see happen is because we are already worried. And we're reacting and we're, we're having attitude and stuff like that. So, like I said, I'm not saying that people that have attitudes aren't justified for it. But at the end of the day, you got to play the game. I've never had a bad interaction with a cop when I was calm. Even my, my, my issue with the cop I had years ago where I got arrested and had to go to trial, I could honestly say that the cop was wrong, but I had an attitude. I wanted to talk shit and defend myself, even though I was right. Even though I was right, but I could have handled it better. Where I could have got out the situation, but no, I wanted to defend myself. Which, like I said, is one of those catch twenty twos. Was I ready to go to jail that night? No, it wasn't that important. I thought I'd defend myself. I was gonna be good. But I met a corrupt cop. Same cop that got fired from Orlando police for grabbing a woman's titty and pushing milk because she said she couldn't do something because she was pregnant. He said, prove it, and he grabbed her titty and pushed the milk out. True story, look it up, is in Orlando. Police love it. Robert love it. Whatever. So it happens, people. But besides that interaction, the majority of my interaction with police have been cool because I set the tone. For example, one time I was at Universal with my wife, right? And we got into an argument, right? We was just arguing. It happens, right? So so we're arguing, and the little security cop comes, right? So I'm standing outside, so the guy's like, my wife was crying because we were arguing. Are you okay, miss? I'm like, she was She was like, yeah, I'm okay. She was crying. Like, we were arguing, right? The guy's like, my wife was crying because we were arguing. He gets an attitude like, I want to talk to the wife. I'm like, who are you going to sit there and Debo me in my car to talk to my wife? My wife's fine. She told you she's fine. You are not the cops. So he calls the cops. So the cops come over, and they talk to my wife. She's like, I'm fine. We just had an argument. I'm crying. Right? So the guy is, so I'm sitting there, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, we're good. What's the problem now? She told you what was going on. You know? Well, sir, you know, your attitude. I was like, I don't have that attitude. Me and my wife was having an argument. Something happened. She was crying. But you're probing like I'm beating her. Why is that? Because I'm black? Oh, no, it's not that. I was like, I was like, exactly. So if it's not that, and she told you she's okay, what are we talking about? I really want to understand. Oh, no, it's not that. Well, your attitude was like, hey. He was like, well, you know, I was like, I was like, one, you're the cop. You have the gun. Let's talk about de-escalation. Well, right now, like, I'm in no way like, trying to argue with you, but you already talked to my wife. She told you what was going on. I would like to continue our talk. Right now, I'm in no way 
Well, you know, sometimes you have to talk a little different, but I was like, I understand that. I was like, but right now you're not de-escalating the situation. You're trying to escalate the situation because you keep harboring because I guess you want respect. You want me to talk to you a certain way. You want me to bow down. I don't know what you want from me, but right now I'm de-escalating the situation. You talk to my wife and she says she was fine. So I just want to know what are we doing? And she said she was fine. Well, I just, you know, but sometimes you have to talk. I was like, sir, you, you're, you're, we're going to agree to disagree on this. <laughs> I was like, we're going to agree to disagree, and that's fine. Well, there's no disagreeing. No, there is disagreeing, sir, because at the end of the day, I don't agree with what you're telling me. You're telling me I have to act a certain way, and that's not true. I can act any way I want to. I'm not assaulting my wife. I'm not hitting my wife in any way, nor am I being have an attitude with you where I'm disrespecting you. I respect what you're saying, but at the end of the day, I don't agree with it. So as men, we could agree to disagree. So I don't understand what further conversation we have to have. I think, is there any other conversation we have to have? Well, you know, I just think, I was like, I, I understand what you think, and I respect what you think, sir. But at the end of the day, what I'm doing right now is choosing to de-escalate the situation. Well, you know, I just think, I was like, I, I, I told you your vo your points are valid, but I don't agree with it. And there's no law that says I have to agree with your opinion. So if there's no other issue, can we be on our way? Yeah. Okay. Well, you gentlemen, have a great day. Thank you for your cooperation, and I'll see you later. Oh, they were heated. But see, I handled it in a way where you're not going to tell me what I need to do if it's not illegal. Why you got because a woman is crying that means I'm beating her? That, that's what it means because my wife is crying that means I'm beating. Maybe we lost somebody, somebody just died, you know, whatever. But you just automatically think I'm beating her. I'm doing something negative. Why? Because I'm a black man, of course, because, you know, we're violent. So, of course, if this woman's crying, I'm whipping her ass in the car. But you just automatically think I'm beating her. I'm doing something negative. Why? Because I'm a black man. See, that's what they do. They want to weaponize the police because, obviously, this guy, this security guy, told the cop something. So they were ready to come. They were ready. Or they're already ready with the, oh, this guy's beat his wife or whatever, which is not the case. I've never done so that to my wife. To She's probably hit me more than I've ever even thought about hitting her. Thought about it. Thought about hitting her. But that's okay because, you know, we live in a society that a woman can hit a guy. But when a guy does it, oh, he's wrong. He's abusive. I'm sorry. I had to get a little, little bit of chips. Doing our podcast to get hungry. So, 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 yeah, so. All the interaction with cops, though, aren't always negative. You just have to know how to act. You know? Like I said, you can't help egos. Because at the end of the, 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 the situation that cop at the parking lot of Universal, that was ego. Even yesterday with the, the magic, ego. You're mad because I talked to you the way I wanted to. That was ego. That's why you just mad. You mad because I have a family. I'm looking good. I'm 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 walking to an X six. You jealous? You mad? Let me stick it to him. Obviously, you know you ain't making no money like that. You manage a IHOP. You not managing manager like that. You mad? Let me stick it. Not my fault. Your life choices. Not my fault. But see, you thought I didn't have a platform. He thought I I wouldn't. Follow up because you know he thought I called the cops. Oh, I was gonna make it worse for myself. Because he's literally said, "Is this how you want to spend your Father's Day?" I said, "Sure, I got time." Because you know he thought I called the cops. Oh, I was gonna make it worse for myself. All right, so if I call the cops, then go ahead, call the cops. I'm not scared of that. Well, you think maybe I'm scared because I have warrants or something? Now, buddy, my my record clean. I'm good. All my paper legit. But see, that's what they do because they think, oh, you, oh, oh, don't call the cops. All right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, don't call the cops. He found the right one. Because I told him, I was like, oh, don't call the cops. All right, I'm gonna now you made the situation worse for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, regardless, I, I could chop everything up to ego, me and him back and forth. Let's just, I just chop it up like that. That's cool. 
I chop it right. up to that. Like, I'll take responsibility for he didn't like the way I talked to him. Cool. Let's just, I just chop it up like they have attitude. Even though I told him I wasn't mad at him, but that's fine. Whatever. I take that. You didn't like the way I talked to you. All right, cool. He didn't like the way I talked to him. You told us to leave. We left. They have attitude. Even though I told him I what was the problem is? What the problem is? You didn't like the way I talked to him. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But no, he couldn't. Now, what was the problem? A true manager would have came, let me talk, and said, "All right, sir, I understand you're upset. I could, I could hear that you're upset. You know, I'm sorry uh, if you thought he talked to you like that. I apologize about that. Um, I'll definitely talk to him. You know, um, but." What can I do? You know, let me bring you another one with extra cheese on it. No charge. You're fine. Or, hey, let me get you some cheese and help you out. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I understand. Even if you don't understand, you want to appease the customer. Now, he could have done that. You know, I understand. Easily. Even if you don't understand. He could have he done that. But, of course, his ego. Now, he could have done that. He wanted to, he to show he was in power. Of course, his ego. He was in control. This black man's not going to talk to me like this. I'm going to call the cops. Because he, he looked shocked when I said call the cops. I'm going to stand right here and wait. You sure you want to? No, I'm going to stand right here and wait. Because he looked shocked when I said call the cops. I'm going to stand right here and wait. If this is how you want to spend your father's day, I'm like, sir, my father's day, what? 20 minutes out my time to stand here? See, because in his head, this was his scenario, right? The cops come, and he tells them that I didn't pay for the food. I was trying to leave, and I get arrested, and I spent my, 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 day, my, my day in jail. Because why would you say this is how you want to spend your day? And... I get arrested. If you didn't think that, if it was just a simple like, hey, I just want to write a paper to have him trespass because we had some words, I just want him trespassed off the premises. That's it. That's it. Why did you want my license plate? To report me for them to look, call the cops, because you know, you can't get like people can't access reports. Only cops can. The DMV records. You know, so you wanted my plates. So then you can call the cops, tell the cops that we left without paying. You have all your workers back you up. Like, oh, yeah, he, they, they left, they paid, all this stuff. Then all of a sudden we're getting cops coming to our house because there's a warrant out for our arrest for petty theft at IHOP. That's why I said I'm going to sit here and wait because I knew the game he was trying to play. And he thought he was going to tell the cops this stuff. And they started lying, throwing shit in there. Because the cop even said, now he's saying that you flipped the plate. I'm like, what? I showed the guy, I, I opened it. He's like, yeah, he, he said he flipped something on the plate. I was like, yeah. I flipped open the egg to show him there was no cheese. Cop was like, that's stupid. I was like, that's what I did. I opened the, 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 the omelet to show there's no cheese. I flipped open the egg to show him there was no cheese. And then, you know, you said something. I was like, what did that say? You're threatening He's like, oh, no, you just, was, you are. exactly. He's like, yeah, he's like, the cop was saying, like, he's like, I was, he's like, I went to the guy. It was like, well, what do you want? If you want to trespass him, that's your prerogative. It's your property. Cops can't stop that. But, like, I'm, they're like, but you told him to leave, so why would you, now you want them to pay? Why would you tell them to leave? Why did you tell them to pay first? And they said they would pay, so why did you say, nah, leave? He's like, I'm not trying to do a report and all this stuff on this. It's stupid. And it was stupid. Stupid over cheese. And it was stupid. I'm sorry. I'm eating while I'm doing this podcast because I'm hungry. It's been a long day. But let's say if this scenario is different. Let's say. I did get the wrong cop that day. Let's say this Let's just say that. That, you know, no matter how nice I was, no matter what, this guy was just on the wrong side ready to arrest somebody for any reason. This man was okay with a, a man on Father's Day getting arrested in front of his kids and his wife. This man was okay with 
Unless you're threatening my life, I'm gonna say, well, sir, you know what? Right now, you know, I'm gonna ask you to leave. Don't worry about the food. We're good. No problem. I'm gonna say, well, sir, you know what? He's talking. If I walk out, talk, I, sir, you know what, sir? Can you just, you know, leave? No problem. You know what I'm saying? Now I walked out the door. He's talking. That's it. Customer's gone. No issues. What am I banning him for? Didn't threaten me. He just didn't like the service. Because he didn't like the service, I need to ban him. I need to call the cops. Because, you know, they're perfect. They don't do nothing wrong. Think about it. This guy was okay that if the cops came and arrested me, he would have been smirking and smiling. Because he was smirking and smiling before the cops came, like like something was really like, like he really saw me getting arrested. He would have been smirking and smiling because he was smirking and smiling before the cops came. Like, See, like something was really like he that's really evil. Saw me getting arrested. There's no way around it. That's evil. Now, I don't hate nobody unless you hurt my family. Fizzy try to hurt me. You know, you did something next level. I then I don't have any heart. Right, even if that, I don't want him to get fired. You know, you I really don't. Do I want him to get, like, written up or something? Yeah. I definitely want that. So he learned his lesson. But I don't know. That man may have bills. He may just have a bad day. But unfortunately, customer service, you can't have a bad day. But I don't know. That man may have bills. If you have a bad day, don't deal with the customers that day. Stay your ass in the kitchen. Like, I have a bad day that I can't deal with customers. I'm going to cook in the back. If you have a bad day, don't deal with the customers that day. Stay your ass in the kitchen. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't wish that upon him. I mean, don't. I don't wish him to get fired. I want an apology. That's all I have. I want an apology. And I want my money back. <laughs> But that's what they do, people. <laughs> that's what it means to live in America as a black man. That when you raise your voice, it's threatening. But that's what they do, people. I've that's seen white boys and white women yell off the top of their heads and not a cop bat an eye. Not a person bats an eye. I've seen white boys a black person does it. White women yell off the top of their heads oh, man, they're going to kill the world. But that's what it means to be black in America, especially a black man. We are naturally looked as intimidating. It doesn't matter how we're dressed. It doesn't matter anything. I had a fedora on, okay? I was in my dad mode. I had a dress shirt on with the fedora. I was still threatening to this guy from the field. I got to call the cops with my two kids and my wife. But, you know, I was threatening enough to call the cops. But that's what it is being black and white. See, people think we're crazy when we say this. How many times that I'm talking to somebody white and they feel intimidated just by me talking? Your talk is aggressive. I've been told that on jobs, that my talk is aggressive. I had an incident one time on my last job. So I don't work goddamn nine to five no more. I make my own fucking money. I don't work no damn nine to fives like that. Never go into office again like that. I'll do remote jobs and stuff like that, which I do, but never gonna do the do that. This woman. Now, this was a black woman. Right, that I worked with for about a year or two years. Right, talked about family, all this stuff. Right, so I got promoted to a new position. So all my old case roles had to go to the people that I worked with. They were upset, understandably upset. And when you work cases, you work cases how you work them. Everybody worked their cases differently in life, whether it's project management, case management, whatever. Everybody works their cases. So when you transfer your cases over to somebody else, 
They may not like your style. They may see things as incomplete or whatnot. You know, and that's understandable. Everybody works differently. I know in my career, I've gotten cases where I like, yo, you ain't do nothing. But they had, they had a system for them. So fine. So she asked me to help her with the cases to get up to date or the things. They, all right, no problem. So I came and she had an attitude. And I was like, I'm here to help. I was like, I understand you have an attitude about the cases. I get it. I was like, but I'm here to help. Tell me what you need me to do. I'm going to do it. So I'm there helping her with the case, update my case in the way she, and that's fine. So she had a real bad attitude. So I said, I just, I didn't say nothing. I said, you know what? Ain't nothing I can do. I said, if you're going to have an attitude, that's fine. I was like, you know, but I'm going to do what I can to help you with the case. No problem. So I'm sitting in the office, right? Updating these cases, doing everything. I get a call from our boss at the time. Talking about what happened. I was like, I don't know. What do you mean what happened? She's like, well, Roxanne, I already know her name. She's upset, feeling like you. I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, I told her I'm here to help her. She had an attitude. She wasn't talking to me. So I said, no problem. I said nothing to her. Literally, on my chill, I said nothing to her. I, I told her, I was like, well, you know, if you don't talk, that's fine. I was like, but I'm going to do what I need to do. Just tell me. That's it. That's all I said to her. That's it. I just sat there. I said nothing to her. Right? Cool. So then, about an hour later, I get a call from the big boss. Uh, Mr. Williams, um, we're going to have to act. What happened? I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, I don't know what happened. I just talked to my supervisor. I was like, I don't know what happened. She's mad. I don't know why she's mad. I, I know she's not mad about the caseload, but at the end of the day, like, I don't. She's not talking to me. Well... Um, she said that you made a gesture towards. Her. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like when she was talking to you, 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 you thrust at her. I was like, "What do you mean thrust at her?" I was like, "I'm not understanding." She's like, "Yeah, that you kind of like moved towards her. She felt like you was gonna hit her." I was like, "What are you talking about?" And that you was talking about a client when a client was there. I was like, "What are you talking about?" None of this happened. So then a coworker comes in talking about. I don't know if you don't like me. I was like, "What are you talking?" She's like, "But you know." At the end of the day, I was like, what are you talking? Like, I'm literally telling everybody, what is everybody talking about? Like, I don't know what's going on. So the big one, we're going to ask you to drop off your stuff because we have to investigate. I was like, what? Well, you're going to be on leave with pay until we figure. I was like, what? You're not going to just call me, ask me what happened and have a meeting. You're going to actually have me not work for a week. So cool. A week came, went. Oh, we apologize. Uh, after a review, we reviewed that nothing really happened. She exaggerated. I'm like, okay, but, you know, does she get in trouble for that? Because at the end, of the day, I did nothing. But see, they were easy, quick to believe that. Now, I don't know where you work at, but there are a lot of creepy-ass white guys that work on these social service jobs that are creepy, say inappropriate things all day long, but nothing happens to them. They get a talk to but me, oh, big black man, threatening. Oh, let's have more. Let's not say, hey, tomorrow you'll come into corporate. We'll sit down and have a conversation. No, we have to do an independent investigation about this. Of course, they find out nothing happened. Of course, of course. They found out nothing happened. That's when I knew I was leaving. That's when I knew I was going to leave. Because, like, I was working with this company for, like, six six years. Six years. One of the top people there. I was working with this company for, like, For six years. Six years. Top numbers, all that stuff. But. One of the top people there. Did projects with them, project management, so many things. I did so much. But. Numbers, all that stuff. All it took was one woman say she self Felt, felt threatened by me. I mean, it was cool. I was off for a week with Peg, so it was all good. And then when I went back to the first meeting, we all had to get I was just smirking and laughing because it was funny. Everybody thought it was stupid and funny. But see, that's what they do. Another situation I was in. I know I got 10 minutes. 
I know it's about weaponizing police, but they weaponize everything you do. I was working for this program, and um, and it's funny because um, I was working for this. Now we do it all the time, right? But, but back then, about a year ago, two about two and a half years ago, it was new. Now we do it all the time, right? So we had this young person that. Was trans or was gay, whatever. So, so we had this young person that I asked them during a meeting. I was like, "What do you get? What do you prefer to be called? Him, her? What is the? You know, what do you use?" Before it was popular. Now this is about two and a half years ago. So I asked them like, "You know, what do you want to get called?" Before you know what I'm saying because I, I want to you know address you correctly, right? And. They were the person was like, I want to be called. I was like, cool. I was like, I want to make. I said, I said, I said, I want to make sure because in my day, like we were looking like a woman that dressed as a boy. We say, oh, she's a tomboy, things like that. So now we want to make sure that we, I pronoun, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, saying your proper pronoun that you want. Now it's okay. You want to say that today, but back then, the woman was like, oh, you know, you maybe you may have felt comfortable. I was like, how would I make her feel uncomfortable? Now. It's okay. if, if you want to say that, I asked her what she prefers to be called. I'm not understanding why is that disrespectful. You know, I mean, I want to make sure I'm addressing that person the way they want to be addressed. Now, in no way am I, you know, I mean, I want to, you know, do I agree with that lifestyle? No, but I'm not going to disrespect them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to disrespect a person. If you want to be called Buddha, Bob, John, Sarah, he, her, they, whatever, that's that's okay. I'll dress you by who you want. Now, if you're telling me to change my beliefs, that's a different story. But how I address you, that's fine. It's like your name. If you tell me your name is Sarah, I'm going to say, call you Sarah from now on. If you say, call me he, I'm going to call you he. I don't care. That's what you want to be called at. So we did this. Uh, so after that, I don't care. I went to my manager and complained, like, this is ridiculous. Why am I being called out about this? Fine. So they're weaponizing the LGBTQ community, right? So they did a, they did a whole training, right? So in the training, there was different parts. There was there was like four parts that was mandatory, and then there was a fifth part that wasn't mandatory, right? And the fifth part was doing a certification to say that you're an ally of the LGBTQ community, that people could opt out of it, which I think is a trap, right? So when after after we did the four parts, they said, well, do you want to? I was like, no. They was like, well, why would you want to do? I was like, well, I'm gonna be honest. As a black person. I don't see uh, this company doing things for African-Americans. I don't see a certification to say they're an ally of African-Americans in our struggle. So if that's not there, you know, let's be fair is fair. So I choose not to, to take a certification to be an ally for a population that is really not my concern. You know what I'm saying? And, and I've worked with transgender girls, transgender boys, gay lesbian i work with them all with the same level of professionalism and respect i don't care your struggle as far as who you want to identify yourself as. that's not my concern you know what i'm saying my my concern is not to down you to disrespect you or anything that's not my concern my concern is to provide the services that my job says is going to provide for you you know I, I mean that's how i look at it i keep it professional that all that just now do we talk about that at the workplace because at the time where i was working at of course we did because we wanted to address the you know prejudice that may happen and all that stuff of course but in general do i care who you are who you identify as no you're a person but when you ask me am i going to be an ally to your cause then i'm going to say wait one second if there's not something to be an ally for my people and our cause, then who am I to go be an ally to y'all? 
You get what I'm saying? I don't think their struggle was more important than my personal struggle as a black man. But professionalism, I'm going to work with you just the same. But because I choose not to be certified as an ally, but we're not. But the option is not there for black people. You don't go to a job and they say get certified to be an ally to the black African American community. And their struggle for slavery for 400 years, apartheid, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Jim Crow laws, and also racially, uh, uh, you know, uh, laws that uh, I don't hear none of that. We don't sit down and get a history lesson of slavery like we do the LGBT community. We don't do that. They don't do that in offices. I don't hear none of that. Now when I uh, do uh, job applications, when I see them, it's asking, "Are you an ally?" Of the, are you are you considered part of the LGBT community? What the hell does that have to do with employment? Like literally, let's be honest. It should, like, why does that? Why do you care? What the hell does that have to do with? You know what I'm saying? Like that your sexuality shouldn't matter when it comes to where you work. But see, they weaponize that against black people because now they're the struggle right now. Transgender is the struggle. So now if you're not with them, you're against them. Now, now that's being weaponized. They use everything they can to weaponize. Today, I want I was supposed to have a transgender woman on today, right? She transitioned about a year ago. And I wanted to have a discussion. I wanted to have she couldn't make it to the show today, but I wanted to have a discussion with her because I wanted to to have a, a honest, open conversation. Because at the end of the day, that woman still has the same issues. See. This is what they do. They they make transgender men think that they're separate, that they don't have any issues. So they they plot the black men against even the trans our brothers out there that want to transition to be a woman. Oh, they're homophobic. They're da da. They this they that. When at the end of the day, it's not the case. They're weaponizing transsexuality to fight to 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 to, to, to axe out black men. Think about it. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only issue they have. And I'm not saying that transgender uh, women have don't have legit issues. They do. So I'm not saying that. But the media and culture is is, is splitting the black the black community more, especially black men. Now, instead of we're all in the struggle together as black people, you got black women over here saying black men ain't shit. Now you got transgender black women. That transition from a man to a woman, thinking that they're in a category by themselves, and that all black men are homophobic against them. So now you're splitting even more. Now you got black men that are gay out there saying black men are homophobic, they ain't shit, siding with the black woman, not understanding that they're also a black man. And at the end of the day, your sexuality doesn't matter when it comes to the prejudice and and and, and, and profiling that we get as black men in this country. Your sexuality doesn't Not one racist or one person that was ignorant said, oh, wait, you're black man, but you're gay. Okay, you know what? You're good. That never happened. You are a black man just like us. We may agree on sexuality, but then they, they're black men. Transgenders are black men. You are a black man just like us. It's the same thing. You don't get a pass. We're in, we're in this together. But see... They want us to think we're not, they so they split us up more. Gay men, transgender men, you know, they're splitting us up more and more. Light skin, dark skin. That's what they do. They weaponize everything. And if you all, if you really look at it, everything they weaponize is used against the black man to hurt us, to divide us, to make us weak. Cops, sexual orientation, job. Opportunity, the way we talk, the way we look, everything, our sexuality. They even weaponize our sex. Oh, that your your you know your your dick is big. You're gonna do this to a girl. You're gonna hurt her. You're gonna rape her. They they they, they demonize everything to the black man and use it against us. Weaponize everything and demonize us. I want to thank everybody who's been listening to Black Men's Mental Podcast. Um, I appreciate everybody's tuning in. I see your comments. I I, I see I want to thank everything. I get the emails. I appreciate y'all. Um, like I said, you want to check me out? 
goldcastlewilliams.com. You can check out everything I'm doing, all my businesses. Definitely go to culture lifestyle, culturelifeproducts.com. Um, we're selling out. I thank God for the success. Every day, people, young people have supported me. I appreciate that. Um, definitely, uh, if you listen on the culture radio, great. But if you now, if you're listening on like my page, if you're listening on like you know blackmansmental.com or you're listening on cultureradio.com, go download that app, Google or iTunes. Go download that, download the app because I have this. Sh- my show, of course, but a lot of great other shows too on my network. So def- definitely download the app, go online, check out the other podcasts. They're great, okay? I got a lot of things in the works. Uh, artists Review Talk every Wednesday at 7 30 on exclusively on the Culture Radio. Uh, uh, me and my wife are a couple of critics. We're coming back. We're coming back. I keep saying it, but we are coming back. I got my new podcast coming. Out. Come in, uh, you know, uh, success life coach, which is talking about how to be successful in life. So that's coming. It's gonna drop. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, I'm blogging. Cast is crazy. I'm working on this blog. Cast is crazy. It's gonna be a video vlog. I'm just trying to get my video right. I want, want the I got the podcast on lockdown, but I want to get my video game right. You know, looking good. All that stuff, because I really want to get into video production, like you know, producing vlogs, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be called Cast is Crazy. I'll be talking about everything in the media, what's going on and stuff like that, real issues and stuff like that. Beyond just black men, I'll be talking a little bit deeper about things in general. So, you know what I mean? To appeal to everybody, you know? Because at the end of the day, I may be a black man, and I love my culture. I love my, I love being a man, so I love my brothers. I love my sisters and my culture. But I also love being a human being. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you when you pass religion, when you pass culture, when you pass skin pigmentation, when you pass all that stuff, we're just all human beings. And at the end of the day, we all breathe the same air, drink the, drink the same water. We all live and we all die. And that is is is, is right through across the board. Everything else we make more complicated. So definitely follow me on. Instagram at Casanova Williams, Twitter Casanova Mogul, Facebook Casanova Williams. Uh, you know, just follow me. You just Google Casanova Williams, you find out, you find out everything. But or go to CasanovaWilliams.com, C-A-S-A-N-O-V-A Williams. If you don't know how to spell Williams, then you should don't don't go to my page. All right. I appreciate you. Until next time.